We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study. And this will be, I guess, what you would term as a mega study for August 9th, 2015. We have about 34 pages to cover regarding the PDF that I'm going off for today. And there are quite a few, actually, um, audio clips that I'm going to be playing. So I really have no idea how long this is going to uh, take to get through. A lot of it's just really the cutting edge current events that are coming out, things to be aware of, things to pray about, uh, just a lot of really, really heavy duty information we're going to be getting into today. And uh, the first thing we're going to get into is a video, about 15 minutes, 27 things that will happen in September and October of this year, 2015. So I'm going to go ahead and play that now to start us off. Hey, what's up, guys? Gons here for the Face Like the Sun YouTube channel. I received a message from somebody named Sealman on YouTube, and he had a list of things that were happening leading into September 2015 and October, and obviously everyone is talking about what's going to happen in September, what's going to happen in October. Is there an economic collapse? You know, is there a comet that's going to hit the Earth? <laughs> all kinds of speculations, a lot of fear-mongering going on as well. But I wanted to give you this list that he sent me and go over them because it is a pretty extensive list, and this is something that I was looking for, actually, in the whole September-October fiasco going on on the Internet, a list, you know, something where everything is compiled in one place. And what I've tried to do for you in the limited time here is go through each one of these and at least look for citations or sources that you guys can go back and look through. And uh, so, you know, you guys can dig through it on your own as usual. So all that will be in the description section. But here are 27 things that are going to happen or supposed to happen in the month of September and some in October. Number one, Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky stated that the Messiah, who might be the Antichrist, will be returning at the end of the sabbatical year, which is the 29th day of Elul, which falls on Saturday, September 12th. Number two, this is the Shemitah year. The final date of the seven-year cycle ends around September 13th. Number three, Rosh Hashanah, Feast of Trumpets, the Jewish New Year. The anniversary of the creation of Adam and Eve, the sounding of the shofar, is on September 13th, and the creation of Eve is celebrated September 15th. Number four, the 5776 Anno Lucius, the Year of Light, begins officially on September 14th. Number five, the UN Resolution for Palestine... I believe that was Freemasonic connected, the last one he just got into. Now, I've covered the September thing, but this is covering it and all you have to do is key in September, really, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. So I, I have went over these some of these points, but this is cover, covering it from a different angle. Other things to be aware of as well. ...to become a state will go into effect on September 15th. Number six. Palestine becoming its own state, a UN resolution. So that's huge, dividing the land of Israel. Jade Helm 15, which began on July 15th, publicly ends on September 15th. Number seven, the International Day of Peace happens on September 21st. 
and he put in parentheses peace and safety, and that's in reference to First Thessalonians 5.3, where it talks about how people will be saying peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. And as a side note, the day of the... Okay, and, and that was a UN resolution as well, that day of peace thing. So that's United Nations. Atonement begins just hours after the International Day of Peace, which completes on September 21st. So he is saying, is that the sudden destruction that the Bible talks about? Number eight, the year of Jubilees, the 70th year of Jubilees, begins September 23rd. And here's a chart looking at all of the Jubilee years. Number nine, the Islamic Mecca pilgrimage, Hajj, the day of Arafat, representing standing of the day of resurrection, waiting for judgment and the gates of heaven to open, is between September 22nd and 23rd. That's Muslim. Number 10, Ayyud ul Adha, the Feast of Sacrifice, the Muslim time of sacrifice, is September 23rd through 26th. And I mean, how could you have any more stuff on a Jewish and Muslim religious scale happening at once? I, I mean, off the charts... As a side note, he put, in 2016, the Muslim Feast of Sacrifice, the Eve, falls on September 11th. And number 11, and this one's interesting because uh, I saw this on another post and I saw several people talking about this, June 7th, 1967 falls in the Hebrew year 5727, adding 49 prophetic years to this date. We arrive in the Hebrew year 5776, which is 2015 on the Gregorian calendar. If one counts exactly 49, that's 360 days, prophetic years, that's 17,640 days. From the June 7, 1967 date of Jerusalem's recapture, we arrive at September 23, 2015, the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. Note, the Day of Atonement is on the 266th day of 2015. 266 days is the earliest a woman's pregnancy is considered full term. Very interesting, and I know this has all the references to the birth pangs that Jesus talks about in Matthew 24. Number 12. The Mayan cycle was 5,126 years, from September 11, 2001, to September 23, 2015, there are 5,126 days. So, interesting there. Number 13. CERN, in Switzerland, firing at full power, crossing over opening portals September 23rd through 24th. Now I want to pause there on number 13 because I wanted to go back and double check what the I mean, if you're not getting the full scope of this, because he's kind of being real matter of fact about it and kind of I don't even think I really understood the full scope of this when I listened to it the first time. I mean, this is just we're only on, I guess, point 13 and all this stuff is happening essentially yeah, pretty much within like a month period from when you when he started in, in kind of earlier September to however far he goes into October. All this stuff is happening then. I mean, wow. And we're we're only halfway through the list. The schedule was for CERN. And what I found interesting is that I couldn't get back to that calendar PDF. Uh, it requires a login and you need to use credentials and this is interesting because originally the Anthony Patch website had a link to this PDF and now it's locked out 
which is very fascinating considering all the things surrounding Anthony Patch's recent uh, going underground in terms of talking about CERN. And also the other thing that's interesting... Yeah, I supposedly, and I've played many of his clips about CERN, I guess he got... He got a visit from, I don't think they were the men in black. Is it So he got a visit from, it, the guy even described it. They were guys, federal guys, government guys in dark suits. I don't think they were true men in black. True men in black aren't human from every account I've seen. But basically visits from them basically telling this guy to shut up about what he's saying about CERN. And he needs to just shut up. And I've, I've played his, his, his clips. You can access them up there. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm giving some blanket endorsement to anybody, but um, that did happen, evidently. And now that we've brought up CERN here, and I just want to stick on this for a moment, CERN, obviously, is another organization that's celebrating the Year of Light, and one of the things that they're going to do is what's called Sesame. And se So they're, it's on their website. Now, if you're, if you're watching the actual video, you're seeing all of the things that he's doing... Um, where he's documenting this as he's talking. Okay, these are all valid website links. Um, the Sesame is a cooperative venture by scientists and governments of the region and set up uh, the model of CERN and is being developed under the auspices of UNESCO, the United Nations Educational Scientific and Cultural Organization, following the formal approval of this by the organization's executive board. So this is the UN and CERN linked up this sesame thing which is stands for synchronization light or experimental science applications in the middle east i think he gets into it here a little bit more but you've got all this stuff and, and from a <clears throat> from a spiritual aspect from a prophetic aspect from a political aspect all this stuff going on around the same time all these dates and times and things and then you throw cern into the mix if CERN was going to crank up, if there was a time for them to really get that thing cranked up to have maximum impact regarding opening interdimensional doors of evil into our plane of existence, uh, that would probably be an optimal time. Uh, stuff going on in the spirit world we can't really comprehend, but I believe the people that are in the dark sciences know these things, and they know when to crank this thing. I think they have goals about cranking CERN up, at different different times and various times because they know that they have windows where things will be much more um they'll get a lot better effect in whatever nefarious evil thing they're trying to accomplish with cern sesame is the synchrotron light for experimental science and applications in the middle east and it's a third generation synchrotron light source under construction in allen jordan it will be the middle east's first major international research center and they're trying to prevent the brain drain happening in the Middle East by creating a scientific uh, mecca, if you will, in the Middle East. And what I found fascinating about the idea of sesame, obviously, we know the uh, saying open sesame. Um, but if you look at the etymology of the word sesame, here's what we find. It's an early 15th century, probably from Middle French, sesame, and directly from Latin sesamum, or nominative sesama, from Greek sesamon, Doric sesamon, seed or fruit of the sesame plant, a very early borrowing via Phoenician from late Babylonian shawashamu. And if you compare it to Assyrian, it literally means oil seed. First, as a magic password in 1785 translated of Galen's 
Mil et Uninuts, where it opens the door of the thieves' den in Alibaba and the Forty Thieves. Very interesting, and that's why the phrase Open Sesame, which became current about 1826. So, again, strange coincidences, right? Right. And again, what is CERN trying to do? They're trying to open these doorways, and they're yoked up with this whole sesame thing. I mean, it's and then you have Shiva, the god of destruction, literally this gigantic idol set out in front of CERN in Geneva, Switzerland. Okay, the god of destruction, Shiva, the Hindu god of destruction. So, what is that all about? It's all about opening up doorways. What's CERN all about? It's all about opening up these demonic gateways, these these opening up these interdimensional portals, stargates, wormholes, whatever you want to call them. So again, CERN is something that we should all be praying against. Uh, and I do believe that that God, the prayers of the saints, is what shut that thing down for as long as it got shut down for, because it was out of commission for a while. And it's hard when you have so many evil things to think about and to potentially pray about, but that is one thing I would say we would want to keep on our uh, in our prayers, is CERN. To opening up of some sort of portal and uh, some sort of magical workings to surround all that concerning CERN. Moving on here, though. Number 14, Madonna Concert, Washington, D.C. And uh, the opening theme is the desecration of the bride and arrival of fallen angels. And uh, this list says September 23rd. I couldn't verify that. Uh, I did, however, see that Madonna is scheduled to play Washington, D.C. on September 12th. Desiccation of the Bride and the Arrival of Fallen Angels. That's the theme of her concert? It's just getting so incredibly in your face now and out there. The persecution of the Christians, the everything, all of this, this evil being called good and good being called evil. And now you have this, and you have CERN, and you have all of these things going on, and it's like... The, the unveiling of the satanic Baphomet statue in, in Detroit, which basically the ticket proceeds, they're going to, to fund Planned Parenthood. And we're going to get into that later. I'm doing a gigantic study today on Planned Parenthood. I mean, it's, it's just so incomprehensible because I'm immersed in this pretty much every day. I, I can't even wrap my head around it anymore how overtly wicked and evil it is and how little pushback we're getting from the corporate 501c3 church, which is, you know, 99% of, quote, Christians would identify with that. Corporate 501c3. I'm not saying they're all not saying anything. I'm not saying that. But the majority are doing nothing. Well, they're yoked up with the beast system. They're all on the same one one train train track to the one world religion under any Christ. So, <clears throat> I mean, this is unbelievable, this Madonna thing. So, uh, the date is off there, but um, nevertheless, it's still September. And interestingly, the tour goes to Philadelphia on the 24th and Boston on the 26th. It seems like she's hitting some of those areas on the East Coast right before the Pope gets there. Which leads us to the next few things here he listed. Number 15, the Pope will be addressing U.S. Congress on the 24th 
of September. And this is the first time in world history that this is going to happen. Num so what, the Pope's coming over here, the most wicked evil Pope we've ever known. The most liberal, I mean, he's pro-abortion. He's pro-gay, homosexual, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. I, I would imagine he'd be pro-Planned Parenthood. I mean, if the truth really be known. He said he's going to baptize aliens. He, he said that they're waiting for their space brethren to come and, they, and that they won't really need salvation because they'll transcend that. He's, he's the most wicked devil pope I've ever seen. And he's going to be addressing Congress. I wonder if they know something is going to be happening where that will be necessary for him. First time ever. Oh, just great coincidental timing i'm sure him addressing congress what is it that he's going to call for in the united states when he addresses congress number 16 the pope will address the u.n general assembly of world leaders the sustainable development uh, this so congress and then the u.n and we've got the highest religious figure figurehead on the planet here in America, addressing Congress and then the UN. Right on the heels of all of this, these prophetic dates and, and things of this nature. I don't really mean to say they're all prophetic. I mean, but they're, they could be. I mean, there could be a lot of things going on then. And then you have CERN cranking up at the same time. And then a lot of other things. The announcement of the unification of the world's laws, the environment, religion, and distribution of wealth, and he will also be issuing an encyclical on September 25th. And then, number eight, 17, the Pope will be holding Mass at Madison Square Garden in New York City at 6 p.m. on September 25th. And just to touch back, Madonna is playing Madison Square Garden on September 16th and 17th, about 10 days or 8 days before the Pope is going to do his Mass. I don't think that's coincidence either. Probably some sort of ritual to set the way for the Pope to do his Mass. Now, we had just taken a, a short trip this last weekend, and we... <laughs> I uh, made the gigantically huge mistake of going through the New York route, which is where either MapQuest or a GPS will take you through. I didn't know any better. Let me tell you something. That was the most horrific, evil, demonic experience I have ever had on the road. Just going through mostly the outskirts of New York City. Collectively, and I don't mean to condemn any of my New York City listeners, but collectively, I have never seen a bunch of more demon-possessed or at bare minimum, infested people on planet Earth behind the wheels. It was like a third world hellhole going through there. I mean, even the, the ticket thing where you like took your ticket to go... I mean, it, was, it looked like something out of like the Road Warrior or something. I have never, ever experience anything like that the the evil behavior of people on the road i mean 
it, it was just mind-blowing. And it was like a switch got turned on. It wasn't like that, like, going in to New York. But once you got there, once you were like, you could see the city, it was like, wow, demon possession. Everybody was demon-possessed. Nobody used turn signals. Everybody jetted out in front of you. Everybody was, was rude, essentially. Everybody was out for themselves. I saw people cut six lanes over just to, so they could get in one particular, they could have their little special lane in the toll booth. It was like, it, it, it reminding me of like, um, like if something had happened, like a, an attack and everybody was trying to like get out or everybody was out for themselves. But no, this was just a normal day. Happened to be in that blue moon too, which was really good because I think they had nine shootings there in New York City that night. Nine killings. I have no idea how anybody could live in that city. That's me. I'm not condemning anybody that um, any of my listeners that are there. I don't know how you do it. That is the most evil. I, and I, I went into San Francisco and I got physically ill and I had to leave. But I didn't have that kind of feeling going into San Francisco. So all of this stuff accumulating in New York City, <laughs> I have a whole different perspective on it now. And I would tell anyone that unless somebody has a gun to your head, don't take that route going through there. Don't let G go another route. Figure it out. There's ways around it, and it's not that far out of your way to take other routes. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine living there, what that would do to a person, how that would harden someone potentially. And the evil begetting evil behavior that I think it would cause. Because you're just seeing the worst of humanity just on the road. I can't imagine what it's like in the city. I, I just, I've never experienced anything like it in my life. And I will never, ever, ever go even near that place unless God gave me a direct command. Interesting. 18, the Pope will be visiting the Church of Philadelphia on September 26th. And on the list here, it says the church itself has significance. Number 19, the French Prime Minister and John Kerry discussed the end of the 500-day climate chaos, which was declared on May 13th, 2014. That 500-day limit ends on September 25th. And this one leads into some other things about potential comets and stuff striking that's not on the list, but uh, I'll leave a link to a couple Ground Zero episodes with Clyde Lewis from a few days ago who discussed this interesting phenomenon. Uh, actually, there was a reverend who predicted that there would be uh, some sort of meteor strike that would happen, and then we had this Iran strike last week of an alleged meteor that struck Iran, and the media blackout not talking about the issue, which is very fascinating on its own. Number 20, Tomorrow World slash Tomorrowland. It's the big rave concert. It will be celebrating false love and light, keys, antichrist, opening gates, and portals. Atlanta, Georgia, September 25th through 27th. Tomorrow World, just keying in the search box at contendingfortruth.com, done a whole study on it. 
or whole, at least a whole part of a study. I've done it more than more than one on this one. How wicked and evil, and just utterly satanic these these concerts are. And note the location: thirty three degrees north, and eighty four degrees west. So on the thirty three degree parallel north uh, latitude, that has significance. And that's always fascinating. That stuff always happens on the thirty-three degree parallel. And not only that, thirty-third degree parallel, but also it's the uh, they're showing an advertisement for it, and its advertisement is the key to happiness. Like tomorrow, Ward is going to give you, the, and it shows this big key. Well, what is CERN doing? It's unlocking doors. What is happening when you go to these concerts and you feed into this B system? I mean, when you go to a stadium and watch a football game, you're 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 literally i really believe lucifer is vampirizing the the praise and the worship and all of those stuff to this thing and then there's more overt ways you can go about doing this and tomorrow world is one of the more overt because it's it's absolutely totally luciferian and satanic there in other words football is is just football okay or a baseball game and it's not overtly luciferian Okay, I do, I do believe that, that when you have that many people doing that, it becomes absolutely, you can run into the whole thing of it being like an idol. And it is an idol to a lot of people. Okay? It's not doing anything to further the gospel, that's for sure. Okay? And it is a ton of people's gods. But Tomorrow World takes it to a whole other level. Or when you go to a Madonna concert. Okay? And, and they're up there and you're worshipping these these idols basically you know american idol teen idol whatever oh he's my or she's my idol well you're you're feeding into that system and tomorrow world is literally i think the most overt flagrant in your face worship of lucifer and luciferian principles and as far as what doors that's unlocking and what all that human energy going toward the worshiping of this, the, the the giving over to this, the basically the I mean a, a lot of the stuff in the Tomorrow World things is basically like these demonic announcements that are made during the concerts. It's like give yourself over to him. He will you know give give your soul and all of this garbage. And basically that's what you're doing. You're unlocking doors and, and you're giving Satan permission to enter in to your soul, to your spirit, to defile you. And that's what's going on here. And on a on a corporate level, on, on a when you have that many people in one spot at one time, the more people you have doing this, the greater this unlocking becomes of whatever this demonic portals and, and wormholes or stargates that they're trying to unleash. They're trying to unleash the beast is basically what it comes down to. But evidently, there's a certain component of it where there, there needs to be a human element in order to do this. It's like what Maitreya talks about in the day, his day of declaration. And then this prayer of invocation that they do to bring about Maitreya that's on the United Nations and World Goodwill websites. What is, the day, what is this invocation prayer? Well, basically, you're asking for basically like Lucifer to open the door to let the awaited whether you want to call them ascended masters or God, small g, Maitreya, false prophet, antichrist, whatever, to let those entities manifest in our plane of existence. 
And I believe that's what these concerts are all about. You know, Tomorrowland and Madonna and things of this nature. Then you have CERN, what it's doing. I'm sure there's a lot of other aspects to it as well. Number 21, Feast of Tabernacles, the holiday of Sukkot, Feast of the Nations, the Season of Joy, September 27th through October 5th. Another interesting one, number 22, the fourth blood moon falls on September 28th. And then number 23, the beginning first bookend for the collapse of the U.S. dollar, September 2015. I know that certain people have predicted this, so I think he just included that on the list. And again, I'll leave a couple links to sources that are suggesting that this is the case. Number 24, Chinese President Xi Jinping to visit the U.S. in September. And uh, there's no disclosed date yet, but there's another point of reference to September. Number uh, China, I mean, who, who, who owns just this unbelievable amount of America. They, they're the greatest uh, holder of our debt in America. They've bought more debt, you know, and, and you know, they're going to come for what they believe is theirs, essentially. I have reported on this over and over again about China. And now China's calling for a new global currency. And then I got into the fact that they have actually have billboards over there in the uh, Orient where they're basically saying, here's the new global currency, the renminbi, the yuan renminbi, which is, would take, if that happens, and it's probably just a matter of time, would take, unpeg the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency, which would almost certainly cause a collapse of the dollar. And it's probably about the only thing holding up the dollar now as it is, that it's the world's reserve currency. But when that goes off, when, when that changes, and it goes over most likely to the renminbi, well, you're going to have an economic collapse in America just based on that alone. 25, a possible new world order currency announcement driven by the IMF late October 2015. Number 26, to note, the parable of the fig tree. The average generation lasts 67 years, and some people have linked the budding of the fig tree to the birth of the nation of Israel in 1948. If you add 67 to 1948, you arrive at the year 2015. Very interesting. Number 27, to note, the Mahdi. Muslim clerics are predicting the return of their Mahdi September 2015. That's their awaited savior, okay, the Imam Mahdi, or the 13th Imam, okay. They believe he's going to come back, uh, and I don't know if he's, if, if uh, basically with Jesus. They're, they're calling him... They call Jesus a lesser prophet, and he's going to come back with the Mahdi. I don't know if that's going to be right away, but Jesus will come on the scene. And he's the Sananda Emmanuel, the Master Jesus, the False Jesus that that we see all the pictures of in in Catholic churches and Michelangelo and and gave us. That's not what Jesus looks like, okay? But a lot of people are going to be absolutely, totally tricked just on that alone. Hey, he looks like all like the guy, the guy in the church. Yeah, he does. And, you know, Satan's really good at counterfeiting. And you know what? That's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. That whole thing that they've been setting Christians up for for a ton of years. But he's going to be a lesser deity among them. He's a lesser deity among the Ascended Masters. Now, if you don't know about this, Kian, a Master Jesus or um, Sananda, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, I get into this in detail. Don't have time to go into it today. But um, also, Maitreya, M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A, I believe. 
Maitreya, who I've reported on over and over, and I'm not saying he's the Antichrist, I'm not saying he's the false prophet, I'm saying that he's a good candidate. I'm saying he is the one that has said that he is the Imam Mahdi. He is the fifth Buddha to the Buddhists. These are their awaited saviors, okay, of all of these different five main religions. He is Christ to the Christians. He is the Messiah to the Jews. And um, he, uh, we went over the fifth Buddha. He is Krishna to the Hindus. He's like an incarnate version of that. Okay, Maitreya. Now, Maitreya is the only one that I'm aware of that World Goodwill and the United Nations have sponsored for years and said that he is the coming one world antichrist, basically. is what they're basically identifying him as. They're not calling him that. They're, they're calling him the great teacher, the great one world. He's, he's got a whole website, Share International. If you, if you can find, you find it on YouTube, you can find it online. It's United Nations sponsored. It was overtly United Nations sponsored at the beginning, but then they kind of took that down because they didn't want to be too closely associated with it. But it's all, it's all linked. It's very easy to find the connections. And um, you can find his website online. Benjamin Krem is his false prophet. And I'm not saying he's the Antichrist. I'm not saying he's the false prophet, but I do think he's going to play a role. And this whole Imam Mahdi that they're talking about here is the Muslim-awaited savior that they believe he will only come through much horrific bloodshed on both sides. So I believe this is another big reason why ISIS and a lot of these Middle East terrorist groups, not only is our government providing them with training, with money, we just now we've given Iran, you know, I don't know how many billions of dollars um, so that they can carry out their campaign of terror through groups like ISIS and, and these other Islamic terror groups. Um, so they've got a lot of backing from the United States and, and through good old Obama, who's also was raised a Muslim. So that doesn't really, shouldn't really surprise us. But um, we've got all these dynamics going on. And what they're trying to do is give Islam as many bullets in their gun so ultimately they can make a full frontal assault on Israel. And, and now, again, they're announcing the Palestinian state. You're splitting Israel. If we get behind that, you know, it's probably the final coffin nails in America because once we totally turn our back on Israel, it's going to really be um, bad news. And Obama hates Israel. So there's just all these things accumulating and coalescing at the same time. Team, the Muslims have a prophecy of old written by the Islamic prophet Ali bin Ibn Abi Talib which states that just before the coming of the Mahdi, a tall black man will rise up to take command of the West, and he will command the most powerful army on Earth. Hmm, sounds familiar, doesn't it? And I know certain people have talked about the Islamic Antichrist. So they're saying that that could be Obama. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not going to be dogmatic either way. On that one, I know that part of me has a hard time accepting that for the exact same reason... I would never accept the fact that he's the Antichrist because a ton of people in Islam totally disrespect Obama, totally hate his guts. So how on God's green earth is he going to come back and be the Antichrist for the whole planet? I haven't seen him do any lying signs and wonders, number one. I mean, you'd think he'd be cranking that up. There's a ton of people on planet earth that hate his guts. Israel being probably, you know, right up there at the top of the list, and a lot of people in Islam. Are they all of a sudden going to say, oh, no, no, we love him now. No, he's a good guy. 
Well, I've already done a whole series of studies on is Obama the Antichrist? Just key in Obama or Antichrist in the keyword search box at ContendingForTruth.com. I get into all that. I get the, the biblical reasons why I do not believe this guy can be the Antichrist. Biblical. Because there's parameters that have to be met biblically. And he can't meet them. And there's a lot of them that he cannot meet. I'm not saying he's not going to play a big part. Potentially. I just don't believe he's the Imam Mahdi. They're a weighted savior. You know, understand, he's, if, if whoever comes back is going to have to kind of do what Maitreya says he's going to do. He's going to have to kind of convince all the religions that he's their awaited savior in one nice package. Or at least be commanding other deities that are claiming that and then they give allegiance to him. I don't see Obama could possibly fit that bill. Which, overall, from a biblical perspective, I don't really buy, but I do think there's some interesting stuff there. And to wrap it up, uh, that was all 27, but he writes in this note to me, There is a legion of demons on their way here right now, traveling at a high rate of speed. The legion's scouts are already here. The unveiling of the Baphomet statue in Chicago in July was a planting of the conquering flag. Satan is now... This is, this. I think, the seal man letter that he's reading. I've read from him in recent weeks, too. His, his information seems to be pretty much spot on. On command, the hand of God has lifted, and this nation is no longer under his protection. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pray for your family, friends, neighbors, and countrymen. So that's the note I received, and again, I'll leave links to each one of these things. You need to get saved, okay? Baptism, if you're trusting in baptism for salvation, which it seems to be the seal guy always says that, no, 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 no. No, you're putting the cart before the horse. Baptism comes afterward. Okay, just like if you want to do the Lord's Supper, an, another ordinance, uh, things of this nature, okay? So you, you don't want to get that confused. So I, I have to put my foot down when I hear that. If you're not understanding about that, the whole thing with salvation in the Bible, I'm not saying baptism isn't important, but we got to be really be careful about, okay, is it workspace now? Is it because what I do and, and, and I have to do this or I'm not, you know, okay, let's let's be... Let's not put the cart before the horse. I'm not saying it's not important. Um, I'm saying it is important, but let's clarify this regarding salvation. So go to my website, key on the true salvation tab. It's the most important decision you'll ever make regarding... I mean, all this stuff is irrelevant if you're not saved. Every, every bit of stuff that I'm reporting on on a weekly basis is absolutely irrelevant if you're not saved through the Lord Jesus Christ. So please avail yourself to that. Uh, so you guys can do your own digging. But let me just briefly comment on all of this, because a lot of people have asked me what my thoughts are with September. I do think there are some interesting things to consider here, and obviously there are a lot of things lining up to happen here. Could it be the announce, official announcement of the New World Order? Could it be the official collapse of the dollar, uh, you know, the Chinese prime minister coming over to america could that be that beginning of the exchange uh, for a global currency that the imf is discussing it's all possible and we'll just have to wait and see but my whole thing has always been to prepare spiritually uh yes prepare physically to a certain extent you know get your bug out bags be prepared to live off grid whatever but make sure that you're spiritually prepared most importantly and which again the foundation for that is what i just went over with salvation um, and then prayer, fasting, reading the word of God, um, 
you know, these are these are other things that are that are incredibly important as well. That means putting on the full armor of God daily. That means reading the Word and being alert and aware, being a watchman, because things are obviously happening and a lot of changes are happening. And uh, based on the conversation that I actually got to have with Mark Flynn, who's the late David Flynn's brother, last night for Canary Cry Radio, and that will post in a few days, he was saying how the Illumined Ones have a clock. They understand that there's a clock, and they've been building up towards something, which is the arrival of their Messiah, and he believes that it's going to be so miraculous looking that a lot of people are going to fall for it. It's going to be literally, he believes, what will appear to be a man come down from heaven. And Well, and again, th this is the primary way that the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to deceive the whole world through signs and line wonders and miracles. It says that, and it says if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. And that's just in reference to the false prophets who are going to be pointing to the Antichrist and false, pro and false prophet. So we're living, living right now in the greatest time of deception most likely the world's ever known, and it's only going to get worse. And when these signs and line wonders and miracles start to, you know, uh, happen, oh man, it's going to be, I mean, the, the Bible says, Jesus Christ said, a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, but no sign shall be given to you but under the sign of Jonas, and then you can get into that. But a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. This is why I'm very big on telling people, do not trust man. Don't follow man, including me. Okay? Follow the word of God, the King James Bible, and the English-speaking language. Follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Seek him. Seek the Lord Jesus Christ. Man can fail you. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and that maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. Okay? So, you don't want to trust in man. You want to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, when this stuff starts to go down, and we're, we could be very, very near it, and the whole thing with the alien agenda, I mean, there's stuff on that end. I got so much stuff locked and loaded on that right now, and I, like, my biggest problem is, is just trying to get to it all. But I need to, I'm going to really try in the very near future to do probably a mega study on that one as well. Because there is so much stuff regarding NASA, regarding what our government's saying, regarding potential for what they call disclosure. Now, I've done a ton of studies on this whole alien agenda, the Nephilim, Project Bluebeam, um, all of that. That's all going to be tied into what we're talking about today. I really believe that. Remember, they want to bring that order out of chaos. They want to bring us out of the old, what they would term as the old world order. Okay, into the New World Order, the Age of Aquarius, where we're coming out of the Age of Pisces that they say was dominated by Jesus Christ. Now we're going to be coming into the Age of Aquarius, the New World Order, where we're going to be, you know, Homo Sapiens 2.0, the whole transhumanism movement. We're going to be basically like, uh, our, our DNA is going to be changed and defiled. This is why we have all of the vaccines and all the GMO stuff being done to the food and all the transhumanism garbage. And then we have the nanorobots and the nano implants and, and to make us into cyborgs as well. Well, Jesus Christ didn't come to save a bunch of Nephilim with defiled DNA with computer chips in them. Okay? That is why Satan wants to do it. He's trying to create a non-human race. 
I just saw just now b before here that in like they're saying, well, in so many years, you're not even going to have human partners anymore. You're going to be assigned basically a uh, sex robot that is going to be your partner and that's going to be your companion. And in, in, in human relationships will be looked on as like human with human will be looked on as like primitive. That's where they want to bring the world. They want to d upload our consciousness into these machines. I've even played the, 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 um, the videos where they're saying that they want to do this or download our consciousness or into, into these cyborgian entities. I mean, <laughs> the stuff that's on the horizon is just, it's absolutely incomprehensible. And we could be very, very near that point where things really, that, that straw that broke the camel's back to really push us into that. And it's really looking like to me that this September, October time frame, particularly in September, could be the linchpin for that to, to really, really start in earnest at, at, at a level that we've, at a speed that we've never seen before. Um my comment to that was in order for the antichrist to arrive and having these signs and miracles to actually deceive people it's going to have to be very very powerful you know in the age of cgi and you know video manipulation and stuff like that it's going to be very easy for people to be skeptical of this entity that will arrive so the miracles that he performs will have to be very significant so uh that was my response to him Okay, so that's all I'm going to play on that particular video, um, and there's just like four minutes left, but I thought he did a really good job at surmising things, kind of succinctly putting things in a way that, uh, things to pray about, things, uh, and again, really seems to be targeted on September, mostly mid-September to early October. What's going to happen? I don't know. I left my crystal ball, you know. Uh, back in Florida when I left, so I I, I, I'm, I can't scry my crystal ball anymore. Just kidding, a little humor there. Um, but if nothing happens, I would be extremely surprised. I hope nothing does. You know, maybe it's all a big gigantic beta test, like um, the end of the Mayan calendar, like. Um, what was that thing that happened in 2000 when, 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 we, when we were going to go to the 1999 to 2000 or whatever, that big thing where they said all the computers were going to shut down at midnight, you know, um, I can't believe I can't remember it. But anyway, um, maybe it's that. Maybe there'll be enough prayer going up about all of this stuff by the Christian remnant because they've been, enough of them have been made aware that their plans will not be able to be carried out. But I know there's going to come a time from a biblical standpoint where stuff is going to start to happen. It has to. You know, there's there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And so it's a matter of time. Um, from a biblical standpoint, in order to have the book of Revelation, the things that are happening after the basically the the third chapter and then a lot of the stuff that's going on in daniel a lot of stuff like second thessalonians chapter two predicts in order for that to happen and, and then even in the gospels things that jesus said matthew 24 
in order for that to all happen, we have to have a continual degradation, a continual move toward this antichrist, false prophet, one world government, one world political system, one world currency, one world religion. We have to have incremental steps toward that. So, in order for biblical prophecy to be fulfilled. So, I'm going to go ahead and end this part one here because if I, I'm trying to keep my parts separate and I'm going to play another uh, audio for the next part, which is going to go into even the different aspects of what we're talking about. And um, just from a warning standpoint, from a watchman standpoint, Ezekiel 3 and 33, I'm doing this to warn the body of Christ about these things that are coming and are uh, impending potentially ahead of us. So God bless you and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson. 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.